Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Monday. Apparently some people's paradise is having a potato head with Mr. attached to it and nothing else will do. If you haven't heard about it, Hasbro has announced that in the fall they've got a brand new box for you to buy with with potato head in it. Uh, The box is no longer going to say Mr. In fact, it says it's going to be called Create Your Potato Head Family Kit. A celebration of the many faces of families. And there are some people that are going absolutely ballistic about this. Just bonkers for this. Because essentially they're, they're interpreting it as Mr. Potato Head lost the mister, and I'm being... To- I guess we kind of lost the mister, too, if you're talking about the weather catcher, but I digress. Uh, as if that is, like, an affront to their masculinity or their understanding of gender norms, and I'm like, it's a plastic potato, my friends. It's a plastic potato toy, <laughs> and it still comes with the burly mustache, so, you know, really, what's the issue? Honestly, what is the actual issue here? Not to mention, the older products are going to go up in value slightly if they have mister on the box, and... Not to mention that, uh, you know, if you're feeling nostalgic, you can just put on Toy Story at any time and watch both Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. I guess I just, I guess I just don't understand the emergency here. Do you remember the network? It's been about 17 years since we truly last heard from the Green Day side project band that definitely doesn't just contain the members of Green Day. Okay. They've got masks on. How can you tell? But they just returned to the fore as the musical guest on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon in a very bizarre VHS effects performance. The musical oddity shared their new Office-inspired song, Threat Level Midnight. Uh, I'm kind of in. I kind of really love that. Um, The Grammy Museum has just announced a virtual exhibit surrounding the most Muppety member of the Beatles, Ringo Starr. There's going to be both known and never-before-seen materials and interviews and footage surrounding the happy-go-lucky percussionist. And no one is more thrilled about the Ringo Starr exhibit than Ringo Starr himself. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast Podcast. from 100.5 Cruise FM. I don't know if you were aware, but it just kind of occurred to me. That February is actually the most expensive month of rent all year. I mean, I mean, it's just about the days, right? I mean, you just break down the days. Obviously, the months, they have similar numbers, but it alternates often. Other than the July and August jump. Thanks, Caesars. But uh, yeah, 31, 30 days, 31, 30 days, 31, 30 days. Suddenly, especially not on a leap year like we are not on, 28 in February. 28. So, exactly when can I expect my 6% discount to kick in? I did the math. It's 6% to take those extra two days off. And while that seems tawdry, 6% of your rent, I mean, could be anywhere from like $50 to like $150, depending. Depending. 
That is going out for dinner money. That is some treat yourself money right there. So I'll take my 6% discount for March. That's fine. I can wait. I can defer. Expect that notice anytime, landlord. We need a stat holiday for March. I don't think anybody's going to disagree with me on this one. But let's break it down. Here's the reason why. Might seem like it's like, well, we get a lot of them. Is that greedy? I don't think it is. January barely counts as having a holiday. Come on. New Year's Day? Yeah, that's part of the December holidays. I don't care how you slice it. Might say January on the calendar. The year might have clicked over. That's still part of December's holidays. January barely counts as having a stat. Then you get to February. Oh, there's one right in the middle there. We got Family Day here in Alberta. One right in the middle. Okay, that tides its over just a little bit. But the next one is whenever Easter decides to happen. Pretty much always in April. Could be a little later on into April, though, depending. People do push for St. Patrick's Day to be a stat, and I'm not against that one. That's an option on the table and perhaps the most popular option. But what's another March holiday that we deserve a day for? Let me know, because we need to take this campaign all the way to the Capitol building. Not the one down in the States that had some issues in January. I'm talking about here in Canada. We'll keep it peaceful. Tuesday. Campaign from Canada Post, where they are trying to keep people connected during this pandemic, where we have not been as connected as, as we should have been. You know what I mean? The campaign itself, though, is called Right Here, Right Now. And yes, like writing a letter, punny, punny stuff. Uh, they're going to be issuing 13.5 million postcards across the country. Every every household, every Canadian is supposed to be getting a free postcard. Postage already paid. You write your message to your loved one. You, you, you use it however you wish. You put that back in the post. It's going to be going where it needs to go. You don't have to... Uh, spend a dime. You just have to lift the finger to lift the pen, right? I think the one hand, great. This is awesome. I I like it because you're trying to keep people connected and it has been a struggle. It certainly has. Um, I just don't know if you've heard of video conferencing just yet. I think that that's probably going to be the way that most people are trying to stay connected. That being said, write that postcard and send it to somebody who could really use that connection. Better late than never. Congratulations. Got to go out to the winners of the best original score category at the Golden Globes on Sunday. That would be the score to Pixar's Soul that won, or more directly, Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross, and John Batiste, who created the moving music. As Reznor said, it's the first film that he scored that he can actually show his kids. Dave Grohl and his mom, speaking of kids, uh, are making a TV show. It's going to be based on her book, From Cradle to Stage, which is all about moms who have raised rock stars. The moms to be featured in the six-part series for Paramount Plus streaming service. They haven't been announced yet, but the book had stories from the moms of Adam Levine, a- Amy Winehouse, Dr. Dre, Mike D of the Beastie Boys, Michael Stipe, among others. It's going to be very interesting to see. No word on exactly when that gets released, but it's among a slew of new shows and programs that have been announced. A solid piece of news to, sol- to end off on for those missing live music. Sort of. Blondie and Garbage have just announced that they are going on tour in November. Very cool. The bad news for us is that the tour is only in the UK. Garbage was the supporting act for Blondie's last tour in 2007. And uh, all throughout November, these uh, 2021 dates are going to be uh, you know, all across the UK. But I doubt there's going to be an expansion due to the fact that while they might have gotten uh, out of the, the woods for numbers of people gathering together in one location, international travel is simply a different story. Hey Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Maybe a secret sauce out there that could help us to stay a little healthier. Uh, and it comes from a double pandemic survivor. 
All right, I was just reading about this. Uh, you know, take it with a grain of salt, of course. Not because that's part of the recipe, but because I'm saying just take it with a grain of salt. But she's 105 years old. Her name is Lucia DeClerc. She's from New Jersey. And uh, she did survive uh, the outbreak of 1918. And she actually did contract COVID-19 last year. However, after spending some time in hospital, was able to recover. And when initially asked, you know, what is your technique? What do you do to stay as healthy as you have, as preserved as you have? over a century into age and she initially kind of shrugged it off she's like i don't want people to think i'm crazy so i'll just say you know i just i just i just pray i just I just do what i do you know just let me let me out let me go home right well then she got pressed for her actual secret she says okay fine i'll share it with you it is a daily dose of exactly nine gin-soaked golden raisins after they have been sitting in said gin for nine days that's the secret I'm not the hugest raisin fan, but I'm willing to try it. Sounds like a treat. Nine gin-soaked golden raisins a day after they sit in a jar of gin for nine days. They say you are what you eat, and I gotta say, I couldn't really tell the difference between the photo of Leclerc and the photo of her treats. Good news, everyone! I've got some. Uh, It is some news about the light, the daylight. Uh, We've gone through the cold, dark months, and yes, things are gonna, you know, fall uh, you know, into uh, daylight savings time before you even know it. I think March 14th is when we uh, we uh, spring forward. But right now, as of today, just checked it on the forecast. Sunset is at 6 p.m. And that means it's going to be after 6 p.m. tomorrow. Enjoy it. Enjoy it while it lasts. Of course, you know, later on in the summertime, it's the opposite. You kind of wish that there was a little bit more darkness so you could get some sleep. But still, for now, we've been starved for sunlight and vitamin D. And we're going to be getting more of it. And that's great for a guy like me who who sleeps in two parts. It's basically a nap at night and a nap in the day. And when you wake up from your nap in the day and it's already dark, it's a little difficult. That has been changing. And I'm so thankful for it. Good news. Sunsets after 6 p.m. now. Wednesday. There's going to be a series of Dr. Seuss books that are no longer going to be printed and sold. And people freaked out about that. Not everybody. I honestly do think that the majority of people went, oh, Interesting. Yeah, I guess. And went on with their days. That was largely me. But I did see a few, a few examples of people absolutely losing their stuff going, no, there couldn't possibly be any racist imagery in these books from decades ago. No, impossible. Uh, But that is the case. They are going to be doing that for that very reason. Uh, There are a few books with just a few images that were drawn pretty insensitively. Have you ever even heard of these six titles that are being taken out of print as well? If you have, you probably already own them, and that's why. They are, and to think I saw it on Mulberry Street, if I ran the zoo, McElligot's Pool on Beyond Zebra. I've never heard of that one for sure. Scrambled Egg Super and the Cat's Quiz are just some sequel stuff. Some cashing in on making some money. I, here's the thing. Those are about the least popular titles in the collection anyways, and you don't really have to wonder why. So it's a semi-symbolic choice to stop making money off of the tired old-world ignorance that, you know, got inked down. I would not judge a race. I would not judge a face. I would not judge so out in space. I would not judge so not a trace. I do not like these hateful scenes. I do not like the hateful memes. They will not sell them here or there. They will not sell them anywhere. And that is kind of grand. Whether or not you give a damn. 
Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has rolled out their plan for this year's induction ceremony. The event has been held in Cleveland since 1997, but this will be the first time that it occurs at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland, a.k.a. the home of the Cavaliers. We don't know yet who will be in the class of 2021. That's going to come in an announcement in May, but the event itself is set for October 30th, and it could be a hybrid in-person and virtual event. Last year's was totally virtual for obvious reasons. A Jeff Buckley biopic is being made. And it marks the first time that a production about the tragic life of the singer has actually had the support of the Jeff Buckley estate, not only to allow his appearance, to allow uh, the likeness of, of somebody to play him, uh, but also to include the usage of his music as well. This is just initial stages, so more is definitely going to come, but uh, we uh, it's called Everybody Here Wants You, and not to be confused with the one that they did not approve, Greetings from Tim Buckley. That's some interesting stuff out there. Uh, but sadly, we end on a, a, a tragic note. Bunny Whaler of the legendary reggae group The Whalers has died at the age of 73. The news was confirmed by his manager, Maxine Stowe, and no cause of death was given, although he had been spending some time in hospital after dealing with a stroke in 2020. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. There's a woman in Seattle that uh, might be able to top your story, I'm afraid. And it just happened recently. She went to a Goodwill store and she was interested in some crafting material. She got a crochet kit. Her goal, to make animal hats. Now, interpret that however you want. Are the hats supposed to look like animals or are they little hats for animals? Either way, I bet she does good work. But uh, Seattle Police Report states that she gave them a call after she found a suspiciously heavy parcel encased in rubber that had an odd odor and the number 100% written on it. The police immediately came by and told her, hey, thanks for the kilogram of cocaine. (laughs) Thanks for getting this off the streets. Uh, Who knows what this is from? I mean, we're talking about a thrift store here. This could be like 1970s Tony Montana stuff we're dealing with here. Uh, I don't know the exact story. Beyond that, an investigation into how this could have gotten by the people who check through things at thrift stores could have possibly happened. Um, I don't think there's any malicious intent here unless Grandma, uh, whoever donated, forgot what was in there or thought maybe she'd help the next person make their animal hats at 13 times regular speed, whatever the case is. It's quite a yarn she's got to tell now. I had to. I'm sorry crocheting kit that had cocaine in it what's the most valuable thing you've ever found in a thrift store thursday Uh, squatty potty the makers of the a medical device that realigns your body your knees your your hips your joints to allow you to poop better well they want you to send them your poop that's right colon cancer foundation squatty potty and Duclaw brewery want to hook you up and all it costs is a creamy pile of your homemade soft serve. Okay, all right. Yeah, they, they like to toe, toe the line on their advertisements. Uh, this is actually really interesting, though. Uh, it's basically a test, a fecal immunochemical test. So it's not like just send your poop in the mail, although it is kind of like send your poop in the mail. And the thing is, they'll, uh, they'll, they'll send you back a uh, six-pack of exclusive Thanks for Giving a Poop Beer as well as a Squatty Potty to try out for yourself as well. Uh, This is one of the most wild campaigns I've ever seen. It's all for a great cause, of course, for the Colon Cancer Foundation down in the United States. Uh, And uh, there's actually a way that you can get in on the beer and the exclusive stuff without actually having to send your poop through the mail. 
odds by donating $85 American or more, guaranteeing your spot. Otherwise, it's kind of like a draw. They're only going to do 100 winners or something like that. Still, uh, fantastic commercial. Made me laugh and made me feel a little bit icky. But also, we have one at home. So, I mean, I am an advocate. Not that they've given me any money to do so. Uh, but I definitely, I definitely see the value. Uh, free beer. Just send them your proof of pooches. I guess is the situation here. Wait a minute. Only available in the United States. Yeah, that's pretty crappy. The front man from Fish, Trey Anastasio, Anastasio, uh, is opening an addictions treatment center down in Vermont. It's the culmination of fundraising efforts through 2020. His organization, Divided Sky Foundation, benefited from virtual performances that Anastasio held last year, which fans supported by donating more than $1.2 million. The goal is to provide treatment and support to all walks of life, just as he had support more than 14 years ago, which led him to sobriety. It's very, very cool. Um, it's been 35 years since Metallica Metallica's essential album, Master of Puppets, Mastar, uh, was released. To mark the occasion, the band exploded into a performance of Battery on a Tonight Show with Stephen Colbert. Very strange to have this heavy metal on your nighttime primetime. Three and a half decades later, still sounds pretty good. And the rarest photo book in music history might have just been announced by long-standing rap megagroup, the Wu-Tang Clan. The leather-bound book itself is more than 300 pages, many containing never-before-released images, but then it gets weird. The book will come with its own 400-pound globe-like bronze-encrusted black steel chamber for storage and display. And there will be only 36 of them made available. They aren't even listing a price because most of us will never be able to afford it, I'm sure. And the price is only going to go up. You're listening to the Steve Reed Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. One year ago, maybe not exactly to the day, but a shout out to us from a year ago. All of us so hopefully thinking that we'd spend a weird two weeks and then brush the whole global situation off. Because obviously by then, we'd have beaten it, right? It was not two weeks. None of us were correct on that two-week thing. Um, and uh, maybe some people did have the foresight to say, hey, I don't know about that. We'll wait and see. Probably going to be more like a year. We're at the year point now. In fact, it was March 8th, I believe, one year ago, that the schools, we suddenly got the notice on a Sunday afternoon. Hey, by the way, your kids aren't going to school tomorrow. Figure life out. That was fun, wasn't it? And soon after that, the actual uh, restrictions started to become a reality. Honestly, hang in there. Seriously, we're not through the woods, but we're so close now, so much closer than we were a year ago. I mean, seriously, probably going to be a little bit more than two more weeks, though. Let's be fair. Friday. You just had to be there. Seems to me that all of the, uh, the variations point to the blockbuster video photos, at least generically, the video store experience. And I would 100% like to experience this again. Uh, streaming services, while exciting and new at one point, have started to become a wall of information just like the channel guide used to be, slash still is. But that doesn't mean I wouldn't like to go back and experience this or, or, or be able to experience the feeling of going to the video store. It was exciting, and I have so much nostalgic good memory about it. However, let's not paint everything completely washed over with, with, with rose-colored glass tint. I mean, let's call a spade a spade. Sometimes going to the video store was an extremely stressful experience. It was usually those times you went with your whole family, and you had to narrow down five to eight different tastes into 
two titles selected, and one of them they didn't even have in stock anymore because everybody else wanted it too. Adam Levine, we were just talking about how he made a statement in an interview recently saying, and, you know, there's more to it. This is an out-of-context quote. He says, I feel like there aren't any bands anymore. People are taking that at face value and saying, hey, remember how you're in a band, man? Have you remembered what Maroon 5 is? It's not just a vehicle, it's a group of friends and like-minded individuals who like to make some rock and pop music together. Um, but what's hilarious has been the reaction from other people online to this statement. Uh, a lot of people getting in, chiming in, putting their two cents. Um, there's uh, you know outlets like music news outlets that are like, hey, here's just some of our favorite bands that are active right now, as active as a band can be when there's no live venues, of course. Uh, and even bands themselves getting in touch uh, the most hilarious one to me is Garbage. Shirley Manson and the boys, I guess they got in touch. They said, what are we, Adam Levine? Cats? Well, I mean, I actually don't know the answer to that question, but I do know that they're a band and that they're still out there, still kicking, still making some awesome music, fresh from Scotland. Actually, I don't know if that's where they currently reside. I think they're in New York, but still, you get my point, you get my picture. Do you agree or disagree with Adam Levine's statements? There are no bands anymore. At least they're not like in vogue in the limelight right now. Or is it just a blip in the radar and we'll get back to rock and roll as soon as possible? Hey Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Seems to be there's some options uh, arriving uh, and uh, and building for your entertainment on St. Patrick's Day. Bob Weir and Wolf Bros, they just announced that they're going to be uh, playing a, a big old live stream set on St. Patrick's Day. March 17th is also the day that you're going to be able to watch the Dropkick Murphys once again. I'm flashing back to a full year ago when uh, their lockdown live stream was one of the very first live stream concerts that I took part in. And now it's called Lockdown Still. <laughs> but it's going to be a great time. Uh, straight out of Boston uh, and uh, shipping from shipping out to. Uh, it's going to be an interesting, interesting show for sure, and there's more and more to come, I'm sure, to be announced in the next few days. The Mars Volta, they just released a mysterious teaser video this week, a full eight years since the duo broke up. Now, we know that the video was a setup to announce a absolutely massive 18 LP box set titled La Realidad de los Sueños. It will arrive April 23rd, complete with a ton of unreleased sounds in addition to their entire album discography. Uh, it's going to be limited edition with only 5,000 copies available. Sounds like a small number until you compare it to Wu-Tang Clan's 36 copies of their extremely heavy tome of photography that was just announced this week as well. Somehow, 5,000 seems doable at that point. Something that is absolutely in need of being stopped, the open concept bathroom. Let's do away with this before it actually catches on. I don't truly think it will because I think most people agree. You need privacy in the bathroom. It's the last bastion of privacy within the house uh one time one time i did actually have an open concept bathroom it didn't look exactly like the photos that you can see right now of this one from boston that's getting viral attention but i did live in a place with an open concept bathroom it was an old town jail st paul's town jail here in alberta actually when i first was uh going through radio school and got my first job in radio it was in an am country station in the lakelands region and uh, couldn't find anywhere to live couldn't find anywhere to stay in fact i stayed at the galaxy inn motel for two weeks there before I actually was able to move into a spot that had an open concept bathroom because it was the old women's detention cell in the old town jail and literally had a prison toilet right in the center of the main room. Uh, it was not luxurious. It was not fun. It was not a selling point. In fact, it was the very opposite. It was awful. No privacy. And I mean, just extrapolate that if you've got kids or really nosy pets, 
no door on the bathroom? They've got full access to you during that moment when you need your peace and privacy the most. So let's band together and not have these open concept toilets because you know what they are? They're just prison toilets. It's the same thing to me. Transmission over. One more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5.30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.